0: Let me give you a test tonight to see how many of you really know the thrill of work. How many of you tonight, if you had a choice right now of having a million dollars in your checking account or your job, which would you choose? Don't answer that. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Have you ever experienced this when we talk about work? Somebody like, you know... If I were doing what he's doing, I could do, be excited. If I were doing what the pastor's doing, I could get excited. If I were doing what the manager's doing, but if you had my rotten job, you wouldn't talk like, don't kid yourself, all work stinks. <laughs> my manager used to tell me, I'd want to quit all the time. I want to quit. He said, you know why you want to quit? Why? Because you don't have one of the good jobs. I said, well, I know that. But he said, why don't you work hard and get one of the good jobs so you won't want to quit? I said, great. So I worked hard, and I really worked They get one of the good jobs. Guess what? Every time I got one of the good jobs, I found the bum who had the good job, took the good stuff with him, and stuck with the same junk I was trying to get away from. I begin to suspect. <laughs> Maybe there weren't any good jobs. And I was right. Look at how many people, presidents of companies, company, chairman of board, everything, pastors, missionaries, wanted to go somewhere else because they never learned a law that God has, has for everyone. The excitement is here. I've not called you to a place. I've called you to myself. Go to work and sink your roots and pour your excitement in it. You know who learns that? Mothers learn that. Thank God one person learns it. Mothers learn it. How many other people you know learn it? I don't know any. Not even talked about. He's to come in my office. Mr. Jones, just graduated from number two in my class. And I think you could help me find what I would like to do. I'm not one of these birds. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll fix you, all right. I said, you want me to help you find what you like to do? He says, yes. I said, how can I help you find what you would like to do when I haven't been able to find what I would like to do? <laughs> Don't you like what you're doing?" I said, I hate it. They don't pay money to do things I like to do. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I like? I like fellowship. I like Bible study, conferences. I love to see people blessed. I love uh, vacations, sailing. I love love, recognition, affection. That's what I like. You know what I get? Preparation, perseverance, turn downs, heartaches. Don't you tell me you like that. I'll have you analyzed. <laughs> Let me tell you what I've been learning if you're a worker. If you're a worker, I said, no, if you're not a worker, you'll never be learning this. You'll never even know what it means. If you're a worker, you'll be learning. Life is never to do what you like to do. Life is never to do what you want to do. Life is to do what you need to do and you ought to do, which is almost always the opposite of what you want to do and like to do. My son used to write home Jerry from college. He said, Dad, you know what you said about like to do? And He said, I think you're right. He said, I understand. He said, you know, when I have a test and I do what I like to do and goof off and don't study, I find what I like to do and goof off. When a test came, I didn't like to do that. But he says, Dad, when I hit those rotten, stinking loggy bricks and do what I hate to do, I find at exam time, I usually find what I thought I hated to do, I like to do it. All my life, I hear people coming to me and tell me, how do you have self-confidence? Well, I hope you never get it from someplace else. Whenever you find the word self in front of something, you better look to the Lord. Let me tell you where confidence is. It's built into every human being. And as you prepare to do your job, whether you're a carpenter or whether you're a plumber, or whether you're a teacher or whether you're a surgeon, as you begin to be prepared for your job, You don't need a course on confidence. You cannot keep it back. God builds it in. You get a choice, prepare to do your job and have it lived out or learn how to act it out. Now we all do it. I'm guilty. But just think of the excitement of work. Now for example, let me give you a test tonight to see how many of you really know the thrill of work. How many of you tonight, if you had a choice right now of having a million dollars in your checking account or your job, which would you choose? Don't answer that. (laughs) But now, okay, now I know some of you might have said, I don't know which one, but a few of you might have said you'd take a million dollars. But someday you won't say that. If you begin learning what God wants you to learn, there will come a time when people say to you, will you take a million dollars? Or the opportunity of work, I guarantee you there will be no hesitation. You say, I'll work. Why? Because money without work, as much as I want to support my family and give my family wonderful things, my family needs me working more than they need anything in the world. And I can prove it to you a thousand ways. And I can prove it to you to the billionaires. The billionaires who are for real are working. They're not working for money. They are working because of the thrill of work. Now, a million dollars is a lot of money. Once I was a pastor, Inherited, uh, a pastor heard about one of his par- parishioners inherited a million dollars, and the lawyer told him, "I can't tell him about the million dollars he inherited, or it will kill him. His heart's weak now." So he said, "Pastor, you go get your guy ready for me to give him a snooze about the million, and then he won't kill him." So the pastor went over and said, "Hey, John, you look good. You look good. You look good. John. I never saw you look so good. <laughs> you look good. What would you do if you ever discovered you inherited a million dollars?" Oh, I think I'd give half of it to the church. And the pastor dropped dead of a heart attack. <laughs> now, a lot of money. Now, now, now. let me tell you this. Let me tell you another story. Once there was a guy who dreamed, dreamed he inherited a million dollars. I want to give you an idea how much a million is. Dreamed he inherited a million dollars and uh, guess what? He woke up one morning, the shower wouldn't shower, the paper wasn't there, He the light wouldn't go on, he went out to get the bus, the bus didn't come. And he was out waiting for the bus and here comes a guy rushing down the street. <laughs> says, what's going on? He haven't you heard? He says, heard what? He says, nobody's working anymore. Everybody inherited a million dollars and are not working. And then he woke up, went down, had a great shower, had a great cup of coffee, read a great paper, caught a great, bo- caught a, a great bus and went to a great job. Let me tell you something, gang. If God lets me to live to be 100 years old, I'll be working, you know why? Every great person, every great hero I know. He, we talked about Dr. Peel earlier, 89 years old. Uh, ben, I can name a 94-year-old man, a Christian gentleman who retired at 65 years of age, superintendent of schools of Los Angeles 30 years ago, died last December, worked until two weeks before he died. Oh, Lord, thank you that well, I don't enjoy work any more than you do. But thank God I know a law called the law of get, learning to get excited about uh, getting the work done and make it look exciting. But it's all it burdens up to you. But we always come back to my favorite thought. You are the same today. You'll be five years tonight except for two things. The people you meet, the books you read. The people you meet, the books you read. That's why with every opportunity we talk about those the books, the power of the books. Lincoln, We link letter. We could just, I'll just take a little minute another time, but I just want to wait to tell you tonight. You watch every life it was a book. And, and sometimes people say, are you, a, are you a fast reader? I'm a slow reader. Sometimes it takes me a whole hour to read one page. So I never knew anybody that's slow. Well, you do now. So what makes you slow? I don't know why I'm slow. God made me slow. I used to be ashamed of it, but I've got money now. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that guy said to his wife, he says, honey, how can one woman be so beautiful and stupid? She says, God made me this way. She says, why would God make you so beautiful and stupid? Well, she said, he made me beautiful so you love me and stupid so I could love you. (laughs) You say, "Well, well, where do you get all these jokes you have from the books? Everything I share with you, everything I share with you, every joke is in one of these books. You see what I love to do with young people and old people, what I love to do with rich people and poor people, what I love to do with any, I love to remind them. I know original people. I never had one original thought in my life. is said, one. I was wrong then. <laughs> you know why I talk about books? Because I want you to know every thought I shared with you tonight, every thought. I can show you where the, book, the thought came from. I'll read your thought from here again. But the one-minute reader, when you go to your bookstores, you get that little book. Because you'll find in there every book. But my greatest hero is Oswald Chambers. Oswald Chambers... One of the books that will teach you to work, it's in your bookstores, Success, Motivation, and the Scriptures. We all know about Thinking, Grow Rich. We all know about psychosympathetic. We all know about Dale Carnegie. Thank God there was a gentleman down in Oklahoma who believes in motivation, who knows the Scriptures, and he put it together so they complement each other. Because i got to remind people, I love motivation. I love motivated people. But I have to say in my own life, the greatest thing that's ever happened is in the scriptures. For God had not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Hope you enjoy our motivation session. Be with us again for another session with the motivators. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, Let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.